It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMCast, t'was the fight before Christmas, and all through your face, Santa's hammer was plowing with furious pace. One star of Bethlehem. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! BAMCast. BAMCast. All right. Yeah, it's episode uh, five something, I don't know. I didn't 564. There you go. Chuck's keeping track. Nintendo. We brought you a present. It's a Nintendo 564. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. It's like better than a 586. It's a 564. We'd be on, a, on the fifth Nintendo 64 if they just kept making new Nintendo 64s. Yeah. Different right. colors. And so Switch is just four Nintendo, no, 18 Nintendo 64s stitched together. You got to yeah, it's yeah. exponentially. Right. So. Yeah. Forgot about Moore's Law. Sorry. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every uh, awkward intro of this episode or this uh, podcast is we uh, we go and we uh, watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Sometimes they're brand new, and then we come in here and talk about them, and they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robots. Robot jocks. Jocks. However, there are bad bad movies, and stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags and giant bags of trash. And I'm going through this part fast because it's not pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should know that other this, movies get bags. Yeah. This won't be on the test. It's not pertinent. So. You don't. You don't need to know about yeah. bags. No need to take notes. Stop it, Timmy. Stop writing your notes right now. Yeah. You this go, won't be on the test. You can go back through our entire back catalog to figure out how the bags work. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, we pivoted like last second. Um, we Very were, last second. We were gonna do just a random. We we had a plan, uh, a random Christmas movie that yeah. will that will come back around. I won't even not a name random it. Christmas movie, a I carefully mean, planned by Chuck Christmas movie. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, we had something know. in the style of our uh, our uh, idioms. Yeah, we were we were back on our bullshit as we are every week, and then all of a sudden, this movie that we all wanted to see but didn't want to go to the theater and see it just popped up on digital. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you could just watch it at home, and we were like, yeah, that's what we've been waiting for. Cool, thanks, guys. Yeah, so we watched it. And that's 2022's Violent Night. Yeah. Which, brand, brand new flick. Clearly, it was a, uh, it was a thing for uh, for us. I mean, yeah, we were all like, d- terribly excited about it. Um, the trailer is a perfect Banffcast movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's two and a half minutes of just like say, everything you want out of a movie called Violent Night. I yeah. Feel, yeah, I feel like if normally when we do movies this new, we kind of have a little mini not spoiler section, perhaps just like if someone's tuning in, they're like, should I even go watch this movie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, go watch it. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're here listening to us, right? Yeah, you should watch Violent Night. Correct. I mean, I, and even me, like, I, uh, I can attest to the fact that before this started, uh, I mean, I've been, I'm generally grinchy around Christmas anyway, but I mean, I've it's been, ex- I've been extra grinchy perhaps this year. So I was like, I will just say that I was very uh, indifferent to this movie. I think just because so many times things like this come along and they're not done well. Like, uh, I mean, we've had. I would say like outlandish plot movies in the past that are just kind of cash cash in on the on the zeitgeist of an internet joke sort of thing. Stuff like Hobo with a Shotgun, where you're like, "That's a thing we or should love." Pride, and, it's Pride like, and Prejudice and Zombies, or Abraham, yeah. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, or yeah. Hansel and Gretel, 
Gretel witch hunters, like all these like things where it's like high concept from the makers of this film. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then, I mean, something, I'm not knocking any but of those. I, I get, yeah, 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 there, there are these sort of like high concept, dumb movies right. that come out and you're like, that's going to be the thing that hits for us. And then it's like, Oh, yeah, they, it was okay. But yeah, they didn't do it. It's right. Maybe a little too tongue in cheek, or maybe it's a little too serious or maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, it's a CG nightmare. Cause it's, you know, whatever. It's They're, a difficult balance yeah. when you've got like a dumb idea, but you know, studios are not going to be like, yeah, make your dumb movie. Right. They're like, either make it super dumb or or super cheap or start making it good or yeah but this is uh this is you know produced by like the john wick folks i mean like david leach and people like that or mm-hmm. leach i don't know if you exactly say his name but you know the deadpool and john wick guy uh <laughs> yes did him. they also do nobody yes yeah, yeah okay um i mean it's not directed by him uh, but no it's, right. same, it's pro- same, same production team production team yeah, yeah. yeah. actually this was directed by the guy who did Hansel Gretel, right? Is, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tommy Bercola or Cola or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is his body of work is movies like this. Right. He is pretty much in his wheelhouse and this is like the pinnacle. Yeah, I would say if you're here for some non spoilery thoughts, uh it is it is both a hyper violent action movie and a surprisingly sweet at times christmas movie with heart yeah it's a weird balance at but it works i mean i would say if you i mean not to keep harping on it but like if you like deadpool like if you're okay with like extreme graphic violence and then at the end of the it's like holy shit this is a love story or a family story or something and it's like it has heart similar kind of vibe very Mm -hmm. very similar like you know it's not going to be like i mean it's not gonna be high drama but it's it's going to be kind of out of nowhere so it hits a little harder i think if that makes any sense yeah 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 i would say the action stuff works better than the sincere stuff, and they're, the ratio is off a little bit, but it has to be because you can't really keep doing the violent bits. But, I mean, it still works. I, I The balance... It, okay, so it's hard to walk across a tightrope between two tall buildings, right? Probably. If you get from one side to the other, mm-hmm. it counts. Even if you wobble along the way, correct. I would say yes. Sure. That, I mean, it in, counts in a, in a for life, this movie. Well, right? life or death. Well, life or death situation that you put yourself in. Yes, <laughs> that that is yeah, that mean, is that is the the definition of that's winning. what they're doing by making this movie. Like right, if you're sure, they're sure. they're walking the tightrope from one tall building to the next. Right. They I, know that it's dangerous. They manage to get across. Yeah. Even though they bobble a couple times along <laughs> the way, they they succeed in making the movie you want to see when you see this trailer. I think the the failing, and I, I use that very lightly. I, I don't necessarily mean it the way it sounds, but I think the failing of the sincere scenes is that there are a number of just dramatic scenes to move the plot along, but there are also dramatic scenes that have some sort of comedy bit in them so that when a scene comes along that doesn't, when it doesn't have any action bit or comedy bit in it, it's almost a little like, uh, what's going to be the little twist at the end of the scene? And then sometimes there's just not that. So, and I think especially at the end, the last like 30 seconds or so, it's like, uh, what's going to be the last little thing? Right. What's the last little, he's going to say Merry Christmas motherfuckers. And then it's going to fade out after that or something like that. And it doesn't, it's totally sincere at the end. So I, I think that's the movie's only flaw, but it is not a flaw that is anywhere near close enough for me to go. That movie sucks. I mean, no, this movie's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think we've we've danced around long enough. Let's enter spoiler territory and just yeah, let's do go our, ahead and do our thing. Page. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just 
just just before we go to spoilers, just understand we all think it's great. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Uh, pause. Pause this podcast yes. and go watch it if you haven't. That's yes. Come back in an hour and fifty two minutes. I mean, is it really an hour fifty two? Yeah. I. I, I wouldn't try to tell you how you live your life, except in this I case, I will. Um, anyone that rents this movie, fuck you. I mean, I'm just like, no, I mean, like right now, I just like, it's it's so stupid because I, I don't, I mean, I mean like things like this. If you're even thinking about like watching one of these in the theater things and it's like, it's $20 to rent it or $25 to buy it. Why would you even, I mean, oh yeah, look, if yeah. the movie's even like, I mean, I don't know, just the, you're, the- you're, you're in for a penny, go in for the pound. I mean, just. Don't fucking rent a lot something. of times, the it's rental weird. is very expensive. Yeah. It's I'm glad they did that because a lot of times recently they have put out the twenty dollar rental with no, no option. To sure, buy sure, it. sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if that's the only option is to rent it, okay, fine. You know, you're gonna get your yeah. family together and watch it. Fine, but in these in these situations when it's like five dollars more to own the thing versus renting it, it's like I feel like this is a test case. I feel like no. this is one of the first movies this year that has done that. Mm. They they have had very early yeah. rental windows. So uh, some of the last big ones have done that too. I think like the Batman did that right away too. It was like I mean I think probably because it was also on HBO Max. That's that's why. But yeah, it was yeah. like you know. But yeah, for something that just came out in theaters, I think the fifth of December. It's only been out like two weeks. Sure. You know, for it, this was I mean, and this was a surprise too. Yeah. Like this was not announced. Just people found it on iTunes. They were like, uh, "Violent Night is out. You can rent it." Yeah. And you know, it was like late last night. We were like, "Hey, why don't we just jettison our movie and watch Violent Night instead?" Because we have been super stoked, or at least BJ and I yeah. were hardcore. Like I put that movie inside me right now <laughs> was when we saw the trailer. But we both had the conversation of I don't want to go to a movie theater right now to watch that. Yeah, I don't uh, think my I don't think the local indie was was showing Violent Night yet. So yeah, well now that's the only movie theater I'll really go. Honestly, to. I think I think a movie like this. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I think back. I mean, Mackie and I have talked about somehow accidentally going to the same screening of Snakes on the Plane, Midnight Showing, and that was amazing. But movies like this, unless you're in some kind of special screening, are going to suck. Because I can guarantee you, like, 75% of the audience is just, it's going to suck the energy out of the room because they're not going to be on board. Uh, I mean, I would, I'd just be afraid. I don't know. This is why I go to the indie theater. Sure. Because the people that go, like, I'm not trying to be movie snob, but yeah. I am trying to be movie house snob. Like the people that are going to see Violent Night at the indie theater are like, yeah, we're going to see Violent Night. Sure. And maybe I'm wrong. I just I feel like this in a in a Metroplex whatever like standard movie theater. I feel you know. I feel like this one and like looking at the box office of this movie, it's only made like fifty five million or something like that. Like that, I feel like this movie probably has the exact audience for it going to see it. I don't think people are just randomly stumbling into this one and going, oh, Christmas movie. Let's see what that's all about. Yeah, I, well, there are probably some some people who see who would see the poster and go, I might be into that. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to people who are terminally online like us and know, right. you know, yeah, have been salivating to watch this. I just think it's funny uh, of like all of the nonstop Christmas crap that has been like the last decade of movies that there, this is the first film that is called Violent Night. I, I, like, how has no other dumbass horror movie thought of that before? That's insane. Did somebody maybe have this script somewhere in production or something? They had, they, like, the title grabbed and yeah. it was just like, no, you cannot. Because, I mean, like, we, we've seen Killer Santa movies. Right. You Santa know, Slay. Yeah. And Silent Night, Deadly Night. I mean, it's... They're there, but... You would just think some dumbass indie, you know, garbage movie, because there are so many 
hot garbage Christmas horror movies made for the cheap, uh, you would think that it would be, you know, a thing that has already come out five or six times, but this right. is it. Even the concept. Like, just fucking Die Hard Home Alone, but with Santa. Like, how... That's that's an elevator pitch. That's just like, a, I don't know, Santa's Die Hard Man and it's Home Alone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, motherfucker, it's easy yes. pitch, yeah. I, it's... <laughs> It's weird. Sometimes movies come along and you're like, I never would have thought of that. And then movies come along where you're like, how did nobody think of that? (laughs) So. And I could swear, like, you know, I feel like. I I mean, I don't don't know that it's entirely original, though, because, I mean, it's it's kind of building upon the things that do exist. I mean, Santa Slay was Santa Slays was Santa going after the naughty list, essentially, you know, like. What if it wasn't just Cole, you you know, went murdering or whatever? I mean, yeah. I, just, I just feel like it's, it's, I feel like, you know, well, we've come, you know, other things had to exist for this to then now right. exist, maybe. But perhaps. I feel like, also, it seems stupid in hindsight. Movie folk like <laughs> us have to have had this conversation before, but like, like, what if you did a movie where Santa's the hero and whips ass, mm-hmm. like Die Hard, throw some Home Alone in there too? Fuck it. Just, say home alone in the movie and then you can do home alone things in it yeah i mean um, i want to say like santa with muscles was probably a bit like this eh. but but he wasn't actually santa was he i don't think so i yeah. think he was like i don't remember man. Yeah. i don't remember santa with muscles fuck that movie <laughs> even if i liked it fuck that movie because this movie is better than santa and, and, and with that was muscles. hulk hogan and fuck the hulk hogan we put him in the camel clutch break his back right <laughs> exactly I it's got it, it, so we're into spoil terror spoiler territory now so just you know come back later I don't think we need to go throughout the entire film but I think it's very easy to point out the plot which is that there's this rich family that is taken hostage by John Leguizamo and his group of <laughs> Christmas idiots point of uh, fact they're all assholes <laughs> except for the mom and the kid they're, and yeah. yeah and like the 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 bad guys infiltrate the house by posing as caterers, which, like, right away, you guys were like, man, look yeah. at all these caterer stuntmen are going to get fucking wrecked. <laughs> so uh, you just see them walking through the house. You're like, oh, all these guys are bad guys. Yeah, like, I mean, look at them. They all look like, you know, like if you were doing a central casting call for Eastern European bad guys. Right. right. <laughs> well, it's it's another situation of just like, well, okay, you've got the whole UN here of <laughs> of terrorists. Right. <laughs> from, you know, various factions of things. Die uh, Hard. Yeah. So okay. there's... We there's should, a, We should have a counter that's like Die Hard, Home Alone, Die Hard 2. Yes. Because, yes, there's, there's money in the vault. That's also, why they're also, there. Also Knives Out, basically, too. Because, I mean, the family is all shitty, like Knives Out people. Yeah. True. It is a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, but it's a heist. They're not hiding it. They're like, give us the give us what's in the vault. There's supposed to be money in this vault. There's the diehard part. There is the Home Alone part because there's a little girl who at the, <laughs> was allowed to watch Die Hard, or Home Alone. And the movie is very upfront with what it's doing. I kind oh, of appreciate sure. yeah. that because it references both Home Alone and Die Hard. Home Alone is name dropped spe- several times. Die Hard even gets mentioned when he flings a Blu-ray at someone. Die Hard Blu-ray. But yeah, then you have to do your own work to get to Die Hard 2, which is... Not hard. Not hard. <laughs> not Die Hard. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's even easier when you realize what I did when I was like... when I And watching it, I was like, wasn't John Leguizamo in Die Hard 2? Mm-hmm. And he is. He's one yep. of the random soldiers. Yeah. I don't know if he's in the first team or the second team, you know, because that's... I mean, that's where we're in Spanish territory. The The... The initial group that comes in, the caterers that's led by John Leguizamo, there is the promise that they're 
the extraction the, the, team. Yeah, their 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 bodyguard extraction team, backup kill squad, whatever that this rich family has on on hire is going to come in and save them. But spoilers, they're like John Amos. They're 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 bad. Too. Yes, they're also they're also in it. Uh, Sorry, I just spoiled Die Hard 2 also, I realized. So, spoiler tag for we were, Die Hard yeah, 2. Yeah, we were in yeah. spoiler. The, the well, I mean, I don't think we spoiler tag Die Hard 2. Yeah, we but did. I, Sorry, we spoiled Die Hard 2. Yeah. 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 Sorry. How's the same thing happen to the same podcast twice? <laughs> <laughs> Another Die Hard callback mm-hmm. or, or uh, homage. All of the walkie-talkie talking. Like, yeah. the there's that scene where um, Santa and Trudy are just talking back and forth. Like... Um, like Bruce Willis and Al, oh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Well, yes, right. I mean, yeah, you want the actor's name, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, because I like to put some you respect mean on that man's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're using push to talk radios, but yeah. they are not pushing to talk. <laughs> they're making a vague attempt at it, and that's yeah. But they're talking over each other and yeah. interrupting I each other. I, I I do appreciate that. Like they were like, okay, we want to use technology that people have like stopped using for 10 years so they do actually have they make a point of like having the dad go to the closet and dig out the little bloop bloop radios that everybody had for a couple years that nobody uses anymore it's it's a weird thing that they never do the scene where the bad guys just change their channel on the radio and well he he magically can tune into both channels i mean yeah it's not magic it's christmas magic no the radio that he has okay i have that radio yeah, the radio that it's Santa got good and gets... bad guy channels. On. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but it does have an A B function where you can basically listen in on two channels. Okay, mm. at the same time. Okay, kind of wacky. Nice. Yeah, that's what I do with a million dollars. Yep. Huh. Two channels at the same time. Yep. yep. Pretty sure I can make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so um, yeah, they break in. Uh, I mean, I guess we should talk about the rest of the cast, too. I mean, there's not a lot of named people, but I mean, there is Beverly D'Angelo is the matron of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, randomly. Yep. Uh, the sister from the Righteous Gemstones is yeah. the, the daughter. Well, that's a, that's a tie-in to, I mean, there's no real other tie-in to... Christmas Vacation? Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it does, it does right? make you instantly I mean, I guess. think, oh, sure. right, Christmas Vacation. But it vacation. does, sure. like... When I think Beverly D'Angelo, that's the first thing my brain goes to is right. Christmas vacation. So or Al Pacino, paints. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I mean, the thing about it is that so th- there's a lot of there's a lot of montages of Santa. Now Santa, as played by David Harbor, mm-hmm. is grizzled as shit. Like he doesn't. This is he's like this is my life. Fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm not like exaggerating his attitude or language. He is. He's Hopper from the first season of yeah. Stranger Things when it's just yeah. like, I'm still maybe drunk or, you know. Like, yes. Yeah. So, giving up on life. I, you know, keep yeah. looking at my gun in I mean, a weird the, way. The movie starts with him in a bar yeah. in the UK. He's just like taking a break and there's, no, you know, like a mall Santa there. Like, hey, Santa, how's it going for you? He's like, ah, I've been doing this too long. So, well, they even they even get to do the old joke of like, you know, I mean, it's it, that is an old joke of like Santa at the bar and, you know, like the reindeer do most of the work but right. i mean you know you aren't yes. driving are you i mean <laughs> just saying that that i just think i i, I don't know why i love like working old dad jokes and you know yeah to a yeah, movie classic like drunk that. santa yeah. joke yeah. yeah but the thing that kicks the movie into motion is that santa is in this house when everything starts to go down it's not like he comes to help or anything like that it's not that kind of movie it's not like santa's flying over and you know gets a call on the radio from the girl or anything like that he's in the house the, the girl has made homemade cookies and there has been this sort of like montage of him eating other people's cookies and they're all garbage and he hates it. Uh, they did leave out skim milk, which he did not like. He pours most of it out and then has himself 
Yeah, he <laughs> and pours, adult beverage. <laughs> he he, because uh, they're rich, they have top shelf liquor. Yeah, he grabs this bottle. It's like a century old I think bottle, it's brandy or something, brandy yeah. or something, yeah. and just pours it into the leftover milk glass. <laughs> and so, uh, credit to the set dressers. It just for the rest of that shot is slightly milky brandy. Yeah, and it looks fucking disgusting. But he likes it. He there, likes it. What is people do drink milk and what there's whiskey there's some there's something that people drink for some reason milk and something together it's gross but coffee yeah i mean cereal I no, there, yeah there is I, it's I know one of the it's one of the alcohols that people drink together it's, it's, it's one gross. of the alcohols i mean you know not milk. a not i'm saying like not one of the like you know unusual like yes. you know it's something in the dram buoy <laughs> i think it's more is it a brandy alexander maybe I don't... it's probably a brandy I alexander like her. she's in shows yeah <laughs> Delicious milk-based what? cocktails. <laughs> Candy Alexander's an actress. Oh, <laughs> white true. Russian has cream. Well, in it. yeah, that's a, that's that's true. It has half and half for cream. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway there he's so, there. He is he is sat down into a massage chair and is just enjoying his life. Like not, he's just like whatever. So he's there when all this goes down. He's caught in the middle of it. Uh, actually just tries to escape he's like I, nope yeah be, and, but, but because he's gotten so goddamn surly over the course of the evening his christmas magic is gone he can't escape so he has to hide and basically you know that's what sets the whole thing in motion yeah. it's just like well he you know he's he, like he wrestles, he wrestles with a guy with a machine gun they shoot at the roof the reindeer here they take off yeah. and, and strand him so, so he, he's stranded he yeah. has no powers but he's <laughs> he's also like a norse warrior <laughs> He's a fucking battlefield murderer. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want the back. I kind of want more of the backstory. It's pretty good. I I kind I kind of liked how vague it was. I even liked it almost if they had just kept the one shot. Oh, like the just first like introduction, there, like, bloody with a huge beard. Well, no, just like the the helmet and the blood and the sweat dripping off of oh, him, yeah. and then they cut away from it. Real, mm-hmm. They go back to it later, but just that one shot of that was enough for me. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, so the reason we get the backstory is he's he's wounded at some point. And yeah. has to uh, stitch himself up while oh biting down on a cookie, I believe. Is it a cookie or was it a coaster? It's a, yeah, is it's it something a harder. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's just like, I thought he was just, I didn't think. It would have been hilarious if it was a cookie and he was just biting through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was still funny. But, but yeah, but he has to like stitch himself up and, he, and he's, you know, completely covered in like tribal tattoos and stuff. Yeah. And he so takes they, off his shirt. It's, and, all, it's all like Norse or Celtic. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is still schlubby. It's not like he take. He's not fucking groundskeeper Willie when he takes his shirt off or anything. Right. But it, it's you know, he's kind of schlubby David Harbor, but also just covered in these tattoos. And you're just like, good lord. Uh, but yeah, he stitches himself back up, and that whole sequence is just amazing. I mean, just uh, okay. So he like, <laughs> he's got like a Santa candle, and I candle, and I think it was, was it an ornament hook that he used I think so. for the needle? I think he un. Like yeah. straightens out an ornament hook, lights a Santa candle so he can sanitize it. He uses like this gold thread. It's he uses wrapping paper as the bandage. Wrapping paper is wraps the it with a ribbon. Yeah, with the ribbon. <laughs> ties it in a bow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then okay, and then tr- there's so many good jokes in this. Less than the trailer would lead you to believe, and some of the ones that are in the trailer are not in the movie. It's but, a, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, here's the tire that was in the coming attractions, but not in the final picture. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sorry, the most esoteric reference. (laughs) Trudy calls him when he's finishing uh, stitching himself up. And she's like, Santa, what are you doing? Or whatever. And he's like, I'm just wrapping something up. (laughs) 
or I'm just wrapping up. And well, they've had a conversation before where because like when they're all thrown into the room with terrorists, like no one notices that she has this radio or they don't care. But she's like talk. She's she's been talking to Santa because yeah. she didn't get to go to the mall to see Santa. Yeah, it's dad works too much. Didn't take his daughter to see mall Santa, so he makes up a thing. He's like he goes and finds one of the old boop boop radios in, yeah. the, in the closet. And it's like it's a magical radio. You can talk to Santa, but he's real busy. He probably yeah. won't answer you, so you can tell him your Christmas list because I didn't take you to see the mall Santa. And then that's how they find out what yeah. she wants for Christmas by you which know, is them getting back together. Yeah, mom and dad have yeah, separated but not divorced yet because. So, dad sucks yeah when when he kills one of the terrorists and takes the radio he then switches it and hears her and she she's like he she he responds to her and she's like santa and he's like yeah <laughs> like what right. how do you what's he's happening yeah. yes um so yeah they they are talking the whole time and she eventually gets away and hides in the attic and plans this whole home alone nonsense that happens later but uh yeah, this just this just becomes uh, Santa and the little girl murdering people to death, <laughs> horrifically. Yeah, so much horrific violence. Yeah, I mean, he tells a whole story about you know he was uh, Klaus Kinson or something like that. He was a you know Viking warrior mm-hmm. and you know became Santa Claus and blah blah blah. Did a lot of bad things and I had Skullbreaker, a hammer, and, hammer, and at some point Skull Crusher. Sorry, Skull Breaker is almost Stormbreaker, but yeah, not he quite. starts talking about like. I had these three heads lined up. <laughs> He's telling this to the girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, like at some point, like he he you know, finds himself in a tool shed and finds a, a sledgehammer, and that becomes his weapon for the rest of the movie, basically. Uh, uh, that, but before that, I mean, he's like he's killed people with like oh yeah, the, garland and other random things. So. It's it's a very good build up to that, and the way they do it is is really good because he is. He's hoping that he gets to see Mrs. Claus again, and he's fidgeting with his wedding ring, and it comes off and rolls across the floor, and he's like, oh, no, and it goes over to where the sledgehammer is. Yeah. It's sort of bathed in yeah. light, and it's like, oh. You know? Yeah, the ring even dings against it. Yeah. Yep. And that that is right around the time that the, the Kill Squad has shown up and revealed that they're bad guys, and they are all coming for Santa and it's they basically the only point of them is to all walk into the shed and get right. fucking wrecked. <laughs> the point of them is to wear white outfits so that they show up on the dark background and show uh, and highlight the blood. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. They get they all just get murdered to shit with a hammer in mm-hmm. but tons at least of ice fun skates. Ways. <laughs> but, but at least they were wearing the the winter camo like they should be. They were, like you know like yeah. the back the bad guys in Bond movies in black in the snow. But, right. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more into look in the world of super spies. It's more important to look intimidating. Oh, is it? Yeah, to, to actually hide. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. You gotta dress like a ninja, so <laughs> you can't be seen, <laughs> right? Except in the snow. Yeah, um, the Empire probably had like black suit stormtroopers in for the snow. <laughs> I mean, actually, we didn't because we saw Hoth, but you know, right? Yeah, I'm just saying they were dumb like that. So one of the guests at the house is uh, the lady from Righteous Gemstones. Her husband is morgan Steele, played by cam gigabit uh, <laughs> camelot gigantic uh he's like this sort of like action movie star but like real shitty and he's like the the guys that we see a lot <laughs> yes exactly and i mean like he's saying stuff the whole time like there's a 9-11 joke in this movie where Oh my god! Like it's going, it's going along, and I'm like, okay, and then I'm like, holy shit, this movie's got a 9/11 joke in it because he's like, man, if I had been on the plane with the 9/11, it's also a riff on the very real thing that Mark Wahlberg said. Right. 
Like, <laughs> it's just still strange. Like, it just, it feels like, I don't want to say too soon because I don't, but it's still like, it just seems like a thing that everyone just wrote, like, no, we're not doing that. So right. this, he starts telling this, like, I don't know if I've been on the plane 9-11. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus guy, but it fits in because this guy is a colossal douchebag. Also, I think if he'd been on the plane for 9-11, he'd be five, but I don't know how old Cam Gigabit is, but yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, and he has this other great bit where he's just like, it seems like he's snapping into action because he kicks one guy and then does parkour over the couch <laughs> and defenestrates himself out of a window and runs away. <laughs> and they're just standing there looking at him like, hey. <laughs> and uh, wife, uh, Alva, I think her yes, name is. Alva. Um, She's like, I thought he was going to save us. <laughs> what's, what's the actress's actual name? Edie something, right? Edie Patterson. Yeah. Edie Brickell. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> he gets the chump's death that he deserves. He does. Because uh, after, so after he leaps out the window, he still doesn't know that the that the extraction squad it's, is it's the reveal. The, yeah, the bad. Yeah, that, yeah. Because they're like, hey, you know what's going on in there? And he's like, he, he explains it, and they're like, well, sucks for you. Yeah, <laughs> and they just and they light just, him up. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because, I mean, apparently, I guess his wife and son saw this, but they didn't ever really have a reaction to it. It's just later he's like, ah, oh, it really sucks about him. Yeah, we don't get the reaction at the time. Yeah. It's just later they're like, hey. Yeah, well, she's like, ah, oh, it really sucks about it. He was really hot. Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> <laughs> he was an idiot, but he, he was, was hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Santa murders people with Christmas canes. He more <laughs> murders Can one guy yeah. with a uh, a Christmas star off the tree. Oh yeah, that's and isn't that like the one of the first I, guys I think he murders? It's yeah. the first guy he kills. It's the one he gets the radio from because yeah. it's so good. He's you I know, mean, the first guy he kills, he drops on the icicle. That's the That's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, which right, right. which they do a good job of showing it to yeah. you. Like, here's the icicle, and you're like, ah, all right, I've seen movies mm-hmm. do it. I've they, seen plays by Russian yeah. playwrights. Um But like this is the first guy he kills like hand to hand combat. Uh he chucks that guy out of a window, the icicle killed that guy. The the thing I like about also is that the trailer kind of gave you the impression that at one point he's like, no, no, don't hurt me. And he gets hit with a gun and then he's just like, motherfucker. And then he becomes like this unstoppable killing machine. He's not that. He's obviously this ancient warrior and all of that, but he's not really like unstoppable. He's very prone to get right. dead. Right, he gets fucked up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, well, they did, I mean, they, they highlight that right off the bat because... Uh, the guy is turning the gun to shoot at him and he has to grab the barrel as the guy is doing the spray around the room and then he has to react to like the fact that the barrel heats up very quickly yes. on a machine gun. He has so to he has shove to... it in an ice bucket. Yeah. Like, ah! um, I'm just saying, like right off the bat, they're like, he's not using Santa magic to fight. It's like he's going to get burned yes. from the gun. It's yeah. like, you know. He's obviously a big, beefy, powerful yeah. man and he will do a, lots of murdering, but he is not an unstoppable killing force. Yeah. He's going to get hurt a lot. Yeah, the, uh, the only exception is that like there's there's twice where he is able to actually summon his Christmas magic to whisk himself up a chimney once for an escape and once for the finale. Finale, but yes, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, so I'm just saying like that's other than that, it's like it is all like just what a Viking warrior might possibly be able to do with Chris, Christmas accoutrement around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing I like about this movie is that. And it's a lot of things I like about this movie, but one thing is the the way that scenes are punctuated in that when he when he gets his first like hand to hand kill, he stabs a guy in the eye with the the star from the Christmas tree, and that guy is still like motherfucker. I can't believe you stabbed me with a Christmas star. I'm gonna kill you. He's like, oh shit, what do I do? I'll plug it in. He plugs it in, and this thing starts sparking and it electrocutes him. And you're like, okay, that's a movie death. 
But then his head catches on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's already dead, but his head catches on fire and continues to burn. <laughs> Just burns and burns and burns. Yeah. And it's like... It's like I that, feel like my head's on fire. <laughs> it's like an extra step that I really appreciate. The way the final fight ends between him and John Leguizamo, where it's just like, at first I was like, oh, this movie's not going to, like, the, the scene in the in the, in the the barn or whatever with all the dudes that he murks with a hammer, that's going to end up being the best murders in the movie. But then, like, the final way yeah, I mean, Leguizamo I goes say, out, they, you're they, like, oh, my God. <laughs> they twisted just enough where I was like, okay, I think I know what's going to happen, and it's going to be like a Blade 2 situation. I thought he was going to... All right. Whatever, are we down to the end? Because, I mean, he's just, whatever. No, he's, he's, he's murdered a lot of fools, and then, you know, so. But, uh. There, I, yeah. There's the one guy who basically sees him and is like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Santa's like, nope. Uh, <laughs> chases after him. He pulls the pin out of a grenade, and he's like, nah. And takes it, shoves it up the back of his, like, jacket, and <laughs> says, like, stocking stuffer. <laughs> yeah. And then walks away. And then, he, you know, he's going to do, like, cool Santa doesn't look at explosions. But then he's like, I got to watch. <laughs> and turns around <laughs> and watches him blow up. And he's like, yeah. You know, he's just, just kind of like, because <laughs> that's every time he laughs. It's, it's a very on ho, ho, right. Ho, right. It's pretty that, uh, attention to detail really good mm-hmm. in this movie, but <laughs> that one I clapped. I don't normally. Uh, um, a little embarrassed to admit that I clapped, but it just was the moment that. That's right. If you clap loud enough, Santa can hear you. Yes, <laughs> and he I will know. murder a person with a grenade. Yep. Yeah. Just for you. Yeah. Because you believe every every time you every time you clap, a uh, Santa gets a grenade and murders somebody. Oh, I love that. Yeah. My hands are going to be so sore <laughs> for different reasons. Now it's a wonderful only. death. Um, <laughs> but that was the moment that this movie it was already firing on all cylinders. But that's the moment that it like yeah. took the lead, won the race, got over the whatever. It was. That was the moment I knew that yeah yeah that this was the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> it's pretty damn good. I mean, there are little bits of dialogue that are fun. John Leguizamo is trying really hard. I don't feel like he was giving given enough material to really be a, a top notch bad guy. He's got some great lines, but a lot of his lines just end up being like "fuck." You know, it's just like okay, that's not really. I need you to say something else. But, you know, he has that one line to his lady henchman where they're all starting to believe that they've got, they've got Santa tied up and he's telling them things that they only knew. And, you know, they're all like, Maybe yeah, cool, he is the they, real. they've all been using stupid code names like gingerbread and right. You know, and he knows their real and, names yeah. and he tells them what they yeah. got in like 1982 for Christmas. And she's like, maybe he's the real Santa. <laughs> and John like was almost like, look, I know you're an idiot, but you don't have to be an idiot out loud. <laughs> Which is just a great thing to say yeah. to someone. Brilliant. I mean, like, I mean, wow, also, fuck you. I mean, it, I mean, I've said, I've said my pieces about John Leguizamo over the years. I mean, he's better now. I, I've come to peace with John Leguizamo. He's not Christian. He is not Christian wigged to me. Like I'm not like seeking out John Leguizamo movies. But I've right. like it's it like come around the corner yet. Right. I'm just saying. Like I've, I've come. I've, I've made peace with John Leguizamo. However. This is a line that like, I feel like he and only a handful of people in, in the world could deliver properly, and he does it. He nails it. I'm saying like it's it's his. I, I uh, it, it's like it's it's somewhere between like streetwiseness and also just like I've had enough of this shit attitude that John Leguizamo has. Mm-hmm. That it's like that's the only way that line works. It's just like you know yeah. I know you're an idiot, but like try not to do it out loud right now. Yes, <laughs> and it just it just works. It's it's really good. Yeah, they they do a good job of not straying into the Leguizamo zone sure. 
you know, where he's just like... He's not the pest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They don't write him that dialogue. They just write good dialogue and hand it to him. Good enough most of the time. I mean, this movie is not a, you know, not one of your walkie-talkie... Not walkie-talkie. It is a walkie-talkie movie. But it's not one of your, like, political walkie-talkie... Oh, you mean like an Aaron Sorkin walk-and-talk? Okay. Aaron Sorkin, thank you. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a walk and talk, not a walkie-talkie. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. My my brain's full of Christmas murder. Sure, so I, sure. Um, <laughs> gold, yeah. gold, frankincense, and murder. Yes, oh, that's also a good. Now we use that for Santa Slay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Goldberg, frankly incensed, and murder. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. We're hilarious. It's such a good title. Um, how fantastic are we? Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com yeah, slash we're just gonna, yeah. We're going to have a quick little circle jerk here. Yeah. We'll be back in a moment. Sorry, we should have won a Peabody Award for that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a crime at, that at, we didn't. At least at a least streamy a, or something. A webby? Yeah, yeah, a webby or streamy. Well, nominate yeah. us for a webby. Best episode. <laughs> the, best, the best way you can nominate us for a webby is to go to Patreon.com slash BMFcast and give us money. Right. Um, and then we'll submit on your behalf. Right. <laughs> we will submit your dollar to our pockets. Um <laughs> Where was I? We're awesome. Um, yeah, enough said. Your your brain is full of Christmas murder. Mm-hmm. That's where we were. Because it, it's not the dialogue is not oh Aaron yeah Sorkin-y, yeah it, yeah it's not high it's brow. not like yeah it's not like great. There's there are those good lines. There's like two dozen yeah good quips in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line is. I mean, that's a that's a that's a solid clapback in like any movie for like anybody Absolutely, saying anything. Yeah. Like, doesn't have anything to do with um, this. It's just like that. That was in somebody's notebook of like, I'm going to put that in a movie one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. Yeah. Yes, that's a notebook line. But overall, it's not like, oh, oh my god, this is such a good writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, such naturalistic dialogue. Um, and they don't. And like I said, they don't write Leguizamo esque dialogue and hand it to him. They just write solid lines and give him a few really good ones and he nails it mm-hmm. yeah i guess he does well, i mean the, the direction was easy they're like be your character in john wick just now you're evil because that's what he's doing i mean he's just it's that same like yeah you know just to the point of like i don't have time for this shit and i can talk back to anybody because i'm kind of on the side of all this you know like so, yeah right yeah yeah it's good stuff i mean they man they have a battle at the end uh, triangle, triangle wins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, it. I I like how they stage it in that John Leguizamo has uh snow spikes on his shoes because he was riding a snowmobile. Yeah. Um. So he's got traction in this fight against Santa, who does not. Yeah, they're fighting basically on ice. Yes, and so that. Because at first you're like, come on, how are these two going to have the climactic battle? That's dumb. Right. But they come up with some clever ways to even the odds, basically. And Leguizamo's character is, is clever. Yeah. You know. And Santa is getting increasingly injured. This this as well. Um, But the way Santa resolves this situation, <laughs> they are fighting outside where there is a stone fireplace. Like there was probably once a cabin there of some kind. Or it's and, an outdoor fireplace. Sure. Something like that. All that remains is this... <laughs> The stone fireplace with a uh, a chimney that doesn't exactly have a wide opening. Let's say, right? Um, as soon as you see it, yeah, 
you know Santa's going up that well, chimney. Clearly, I mean it's there. It's sure, like, it's yeah, it's like there. It's centerpiece. It's there it's to like, be gone yeah. up. But, but you're thinking like, okay, he, he's yeah. going to go up the chimney and he's going to come off the top rope. Right. Bone saws ready. You yeah, know, exactly. whatever. That's that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, like I never in a million no. years would have said, oh, that's what's going to happen right. because basically, like, he's getting his ass kicked and then he gets free and he grabs John Leguizamo and does his Santa magic, goes up the chimney while holding. John Leguizamo, who does not have Santa magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Santa emerges at the top of this chimney covered in chunks of yeah. John Leguizamo. And holding a, holding like a 18 inch by 18 yeah. inch piece. Of- and, and he's holding Tiny Tim, who did not live. Right. Yeah. And laughing again, also yeah. slightly horrified at what just happened, right. but mostly laughing. Yeah. It's so good. I would have loved a five star Santa splash off of the top of the chimney. That's though. what I figured was he was just going to get up there and just be like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to zip up there with one of his weapons and just yeah. ah from the top right, right. It was like, slow motion, yeah, like, three hundred shots. That's what know. I meant by the Blade Two thing of like when Blade suddenly like yeah can tra- teleport across the room and does a WWFE move whatever off the top rope. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. But it's not that. It's yeah. more horrific than that. It's gross <laughs> and bloody and awful. And then everyone's just like, uh, well, Santa, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, and then Santa dies. <laughs> right. The uh, the leader guy of the uh, fake extraction team blasts him off of the off of the chimney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Beverly D'Angelo shoots that man in the head. Yep. So but anyway, Santa is mortally wounded mm-hmm. and then Santa dies and then they all have to believe in Santa and Santa's like, <gasps> he comes back to life. I kind of like that, like, at the end of this, it's it's still pretty much left that, like, nobody but Trudy believes that he's actually Santa. They're all just like, thanks, mystery guy who was yeah. at our house for some reason and yeah. saved us. And But, yeah, the very, at the very end, they're like, look, and his reindeer come back and brought uh, his backup sack. And then the lesson. Because I don't think we even mentioned his, his bag, bag of tricks got burned by John Linguizamo because he's... They were like pulling presents out and like, what is this bullshit? That's where the henchmen's like started to believe. He is so angry that every kid has asked for a video game for Christmas because he he just keeps pulling wrapped video games out of his sack. He's so angry about it. That's that's another one of the good lines is like, didn't anybody ask for like a a bat or a claymore or Or broadsword or something? Yeah, Yeah, it is a sword. Yeah, yeah, because like even throughout the little montage of... of (laughs) You know, Santa being disgusted by his job at the beginning. He's like, he's reading kids' Christmas lists, and like the first four items are cash, and the fifth yeah. one is video, video games, games, which I'm sorry is pretty close to what my Christmas list used to look like yeah. when I was a kid. Um, cash. Too yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they had thrown his magic sack into the fireplace at one point, and he was very distraught about that. But it turns out uh, the reindeer left to go get his other sack and they came back. Yeah. I mean, they didn't because they left before his sack got destroyed, but yeah, they through knew. Christmas magic, they magic. realized he was sackless. Christmas yeah. magic, yeah. yeah. And Mrs. Claus sent back his, uh, his I was, gold I was, crusher. I was honestly kind of, I mean, I, I'm thinking, you know, if this movie even did halfway well, they will probably do another Violent Night, but I will be very curious as to who they cast as Mrs. Claus because I feel like that was a setup that we didn't get paid oh, off. God. I just felt like it was going to be Goldie Hawn again. <laughs> She's just going to be Mrs. Claus in every movie. Right. Honestly, the reveal at the end is just like, oh, it's Goldie Hawn. <laughs> I mean, since we're so like, it's so kind of like, this movie is so like delivers on exactly what you want anyway. Just make it Winona Ryder. Just, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, 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 that yeah. would be the they weirdest do make a re- They do make a reference to it. Uh, to what? To Stranger Things. Yeah, he says something about like five kids in a small town. Oh. 
at some point. Hmm. Um, Good for them. I was thinking Gwendolyn Christie, maybe. <laughs> Another Nordic warrior. Yes! Oh, sure, yeah, okay. I mean, all right with that. Sure, yeah. I'm a genius. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, and then she can get on the fighting, too. Like, they go and team up the next yes! year. Yes! Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm down. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's like, she's like his shield maiden. Yeah. And, yeah. Brigitte. Yes. Uh, except <laughs> if she wouldn't be any fucking shield maiden in Viking culture, she'd be out there just fighting alongside of him. Whatever they call him. I don't know. I'm not a Viking. <laughs> they were one of the most progressive, like... Peoples of all yeah, time. Yeah, I thought I mean, Shield Maiden was the name for the shield, maidens with shields. I don't think so. Whatever. I think that's like more like a... Let me look know, it up. I think that's more like a lady squire. She's a Valkyrie. Well, that's not a real thing, but yeah, okay. Come on, yes it is. <laughs> a Shield Maiden was a female warrior from Scandinavian right, okay. folklore and mythology. I thought it was more like a squire, but okay, fine. Shield Maiden's not a derogatory thing. I was right. Okay. I'm smart. Bully for you. There's a lot of bits all throughout this that we didn't talk about. Yeah. They're good. So many good bits. There's there's lots of good bits. Just solid, solid bits of violence and whatnot. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff. You should, you should watch. As we said at the beginning, before we got spoilery, you should watch Violent Night. I mean, if you're listening to the show, you know what we like. You, uh, you... This is the movie for you if you are a Bamfcast fan. I mean, look, if you saw the trailer and were intrigued and were like, I'm in on that, the movie delivers yes. on that. Yes. It is It is not some bait and switch where it's just like the only good bits are in that trailer and then that's it. Correct. No, the movie continues to give you more of that and... So that's a good thing. I, I just I just can't imagine you listening to the show going, ah, not really my thing. <laughs> like I no. do. I, I'm sure someone has already done a count, but I, I, I'm curious now what Christmas movie contains the most uses of the word fuck. Probably Bad Santa. I mean, Die Hard this, Bad Santa. I don't know. I mean, there's also Office, office Christmas Party. I don't know. You're like, I'm saying like, I, I, I'm sure someone has done a count of like, probably what is the most profane Christmas movie the night before. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> my my money would be on um, the first thing I said, which has already left my brain. <laughs> well, I don't remember what you said. No. I don't either. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, bad Santa, I think was yes. the first thing you said. I yeah. think it's probably Bad Santa. That's going to be my guess. Okay. Number one, Bad Santa, 255 swear words. Yeah. Oh, was that just, I, mean, I, I, I want specifically fuck. Like, oh, I don't know if they, I don't know. If so they that's, I mean, I just bad like, Santa, 254 fucks. Okay. And, I don't know. And I'm just one, making stuff up. And one, and gosh, one cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's number two? Uh, the ref, according to Sunny 106.3. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. According to what? Sunny 106.3. <laughs> it's, the, it's the first result that came up. So, I could look so at some, some morning instead. zoo. So I just basically had a thought that some fucking morning zoo person had and what you're, what you're telling me, and they yep. did the homework. Welcome to your calling. Yeah. Morning, right. it's also actually zoo. it's also on mental floss so the, the okay they stole it they probably mm. stole it yeah. and got higher seo <laughs> yeah because yeah. they're sunny one i was i was about to sunny, bring out 1063 i was about to bring out the christmas gift that keeps on giving and just become the queef from now on like oh spoilers please do not no, it was me it's not i was the walrus it's not april <laughs> so uh you do we want to rate this Oh right, yes. Yeah, yeah we no, usually man. do that, right? Wrap this episode up in a in a tight little bow. I don't know. I'll fine. I'll rate it. It's five jocks movie. Uh, I don't know if it's a five star movie. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, it, I never would have guessed that. But for a Bamfcast movie, it is a Bamfcast movie, and I can't I can't fault it for anything. Um, I may be able to fault it at, on a critical level for a couple of things, but 
Not on our rating scale. I will not. No, five five jobs. Uh, yeah, I have peace and goodwill towards all men, and so therefore, the jocks shall be giveth freely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to talk like the fucking Bible. Uh, clearly, um, right. But yeah, I <laughs> mean, tell somebody they can't eat one thing with another. Yeah, right. And tell them. Well, what yeah, I mean, I'll wear. give it a five jocks Friday. Uh, how about that? Because only yeah, no, I don't want to be shellfish. <laughs> there, I made all the religious jokes. That's pretty good. None left for me. Yeah, yeah. No, no more jokes. You will not be surprised that I will give this five jocks as well. <laughs> Threw a yule in there. <laughs> I did. I did. I did I had to? I had to cover all their bases. Yeah, it's just good. This uh, this one is all W's, no L. I was in the Christmas spirit when the movie ended. No, oh, now sorry. it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> uh, we, we did realize that it, one of you said that they filmed like a whole bunch of like nonstop puns for. I, I, yeah, I, I saw an interview with David Harbour that okay. it was like the script. I mean, I don't know if they filmed them all, but he was like the original script was like nonstop. a nonstop one-liner pun fest that he was like they had to. Dial it back considerably. I, I would have liked it even more. It's weird that there are some in the trailer that are not in this movie. He does not say it's time for some season speedings. So instead, he says, "I'm going to eat them like Christmas cookies." I'm going to eat through them like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Christmas. Which cookies. is fine, but at first I was like, "This looks like the shot where you're supposed to be saying it's time yeah. for some season speedings." <laughs> but uh, that one didn't get past the senses <laughs> or something. Sure. Right. I don't know. But the 9-11 the joke did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 9-11 joke made yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to see the Harlow cut. The full, unadulterated, puntastic. Yeah. If this was an Anchorman movie, there'd be a Blu-ray out in three months with <laughs> the 12 yeah, alternate entire, cuts. Yeah, an entire second movie yeah. of nothing but all yeah. Santa Claus. Maybe. Uh, so, Chuck, what did you say this did box office? 80? It's on 55 so far. Or 55. Yeah. $20 million budget. Okay. So, congratulations. We'll get another, we'll get another one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think double doubling your budget is usually enough to consider a hit. I mean, yeah, and they're going to make some bank here on yeah. Oh, yeah. rentals because yeah. you know there are a lot of people like us who are just like, I'm not going to a theater, exactly. But I would watch a movie, and a lot of people like just don't want to go to a theater right now anyway. Yeah. So rentals and and purchases is probably a good thing. The week before Christmas, hell yes, so smart. It's, I mean, it, really it got smart. us in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you you already got your. Your release push, right? It's only going to go downhill. From I mean, there. Avatar just came out. No one's going to see this. Right. <laughs> Avatar probably pushed it out of so many screens to begin with, right? So, speaking of hearing bad shit about Avatar from everybody I know, but it's still making a grazillion making dollars. Bank, because yeah. China loves Avatar. I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way to go, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. <laughs> China loves Avatar. I mean, on David Spade I think. now. Yeah. I mean, I, I that's the thing is like I to, just to show like how I mean to give the opposing viewpoint. I very much would like to see Avatar two in a theater, like in an IMAX, the whole everything. Sure. But uh, at the same time, no. <laughs> but also, uh, uh-uh. uh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's twofold. I mean, like we still have you know possible Corona issues, and also like. The last several times I've been to movie theaters, it's just like they just don't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, in the last one I went to, it's like they crank the AC down to like 50 degrees and actually oh sell God. you blankets. 
Yeah, there Top Gun. Are, yeah, Top Gun. Maverick, yeah, there are blankets. At, there are blankets at the fucking concession stand, and I'm like, eat a dick. Like, just eat the biggest of dicks. Like, I mean, yeah. fuck off. It's like twenty dollars to buy a fucking blanket at the concession stand. It was fifteen. They were also they were also wafer thin. Yeah. Oh uh, sure, I'm sure they were like airplane blankets. Yes, <laughs> I'm they sure were. they were. Yeah. But the, the fucking audacity. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much you charge for them. The fucking audacity to put it to put the air conditioning. And this on was in the middle of summer. Degrees. It's not like it was yeah. like naturally yeah. cold. It was like you artificially did this. You have made it. <laughs> Right, frigid, <laughs> and I know you know they're they just set it on keep Fuck people you mode. from being yeah. sweaty <laughs> yeah. in the theater because we don't want to smell like theater sweat because no, we never clean our seats. But I've never been cold in a movie theater before that day ever, and I mean like movie theaters, everyone's like it's so cold. I'm taking a jacket. I that's the only time where I was like Jesus fucking Christ, I'm going to shiver to death here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know all that. Merry, Merry Christmas talk there. Yeah. So from our little family to yours, happy fucking Christmas. Yeah. Now here's the part where we beg for your money. Right. Yeah. Also, happy f- third, fourth day of Hanukkah. Depends on what day this releases. Well, true. All right. Also, yeah. what day you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> happy season I, of Hanukkah. It's not that I don't know. It's that I I can't keep track of days. And I, I remember seeing it was day one. A couple a days, days ago, and, and, and I can't remember now. So what day of Hanukkah? <laughs> it ends on the on December twenty sixth. So okay. count back from that. Congratulations, everyone! Congratulations on your Hanukkah. Have have as many crazy nights as you like. No, just go, no, just go for it. I All mean, right, uh, yeah. I, yeah you Let's keep the crazy nights going. Everybody. Okay, nonstop Hanukkah. Happy yeah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Happy Boxing Day. It's not really a holiday that people celebrate. I don't think. What? Boxing, boxing, day? boxing day is like a gift presents. You know, I don't think you wish people a happy boxing it's day. It's on the calendar. All right, fine. It's on the, it's it on is. the calendar. It's, it is on the calendar. Somebody explain to me what the fuck a boxing day is, and then maybe I'll care. It's a when blessed you throw your boxes out. Yule. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. I no, it's it was where a... they it's where they box up all the oranges to give to the peasants. It's like, oh, we've had all of our all right. of our rich all of us rich people have had oh, our we have feasted on yeah. all of these oranges. So it is like you're like trying to try not to get yeah. scurvy. It's like uh, yes. we rich have had our fill of these oranges during mm. the, the merriment. Right. Now we will give the ones that we don't want to you, the poor. So oh, so, hey, so you're leavens. telling me it's a shitty holiday and I shouldn't it started celebrate off, it. It started off kind of shitty. But, yeah, but it was, you know, no more scurvy. So but I just now, don't want to call it Happy Scurvy Day. Now it's more of a like, uh, you know, we're, we're tired of Christmas. Let's mm. chill out. Let's take you know. these Amazon boxes outside. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing Day. A blessed Yule to thee and thine. Like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, let's get ready to rumble. It's oh, not boxing day. You got to pay twenty thousand dollars. I don't. That wasn't even close. It's a million dollars to Michael Buffer. <laughs> yeah, you said his name. You owe money now. I didn't. No, know. you I... can say Michael Buffer. You yeah. don't have to. That's not what you get paid for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have actually Michael Buffered sauced it, but I'm not gonna because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> anger the YouTube algorithms. The Patreon doesn't have enough money in the, in yeah, the yeah. war chest we don't to have pay that, for that our much Michael of a buffer. buffer. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, That's where you can pay us to say all of this dumb shit, but more like. Uh, there's like a million other podcasts that we do. Give us a small amount of money and we'll give them to you. They're cool. They're good extra podcasts. They're cool. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard, but podcasts are cool now. Um, it's true. They are. Yeah. They're very in. They're chic. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, uh... You can get them in your pocket. It's mm-hmm. like a, a, a cast that you can put in your pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. We're on the app called Pocket Casts now, too. We are. No, we've been on the app for a long time. 
Really? Yeah. I just submitted us to Pocket Cast. It's been on there. It's been some bootleg version. It's been on there unofficially for years. Oh, I was going to say officially on. I mean, I think Pocket Cast just swept for RSS feed. Yeah, but you, you, there's a submission form. I'm not sure why, but they so you can be official, and so we can email them and go, hey, hey, frig off, or whatever. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, pay, pay us. <laughs> yeah, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, it helps keep the uh, the lights on and the bells jingled and... Uh, the know. missiles towed. That's right. Yeah, it just helps us pay for shit. Like, I'm getting a new uh, studio little computer because this one sucks so that I can compute. Yeah, it's going to help him get to the internet... Firearms movie database and the faster. internet movie car database. Yep. Yeah, he probably just set those up as startup tabs on that machine. Yeah, they should always be open. I should, but I won't. The new machine will be super fast, and it will. No, it won't. I'm sure it will. It'll be fine. It's got a Celeron processor. In Ooh. It. <laughs> <laughs> the processor in this jacket is faster than a Celeron. Chuck, like do they still make a Celeron processor? Apparently, it's in this oh. laptop that's coming from it's PJ. A, it's like a different kind of. No, I, I honestly thought they just. Branded something as the Intel it's a Celeron or something, the Pentium or something like that was they just dropped I thought they said dropped the Celeron name, but I don't know. Yeah. No, they liked it. Okay. Anyway. It means not quality. It's for like <laughs> it's for Chromebooks basically. Okay. Yeah, and that's what this one's gonna be. So you know, tidying up things. We got lights, we got lights, we got lights, we got better cameras so you can see our beautiful faces better and And mine. Yeah. Uh so yeah, thanks for thanks to all of our patrons who have uh who have given in the past. We really appreciate you. And um it hasn't helped my drug addiction, but it has helped my drug addiction, if you know what I mean. I think we do, and we need to have a talk. More drugs. Anyway, uh, email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. If you are drunk as shit on New Year's Eve and want to leave us a message, that would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, we might not play it, depending on how profane you are, but Here's a challenge. we'll definitely listen See to it. See if you could be the first one to leave us a message. In the new year. Yeah. yeah. Wherever you are. Right. If you are, and we select you, we will text you back about a special prize. Yeah, no matter what time of day it is. It might be 3.01 your time. I don't know. (laughs) If you are the first in Eastern time. No, I say anywhere across the world, which 24 hours. Somebody could just do it now and be like, oh. That's not how time works. That's too much time. They would have to be... (laughs) They would have to be on Mars. <laughs> okay, if you're the first no, person... No, that's only 30 seconds ahead. Oh. If you're the first person on Earth on New Year's Day, call us from the Garfield phone, on the Garfield phone, and uh, we will know by your zip code. Right, which comes through. Which comes through. We will know <laughs> if, you are, if you are in a proper time zone to be calling. Right. Also, we get a timestamp. So, mm. yep, know. we do get a timestamp. It's true. Yeah. Technology, holy shit. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Eh, no, right. I think we should stay. Oh, okay. No, let's go. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, holy Christ. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Happy holidays, motherfuckers. <laughs>